0: Network Interference is produced and distributed by Lunavox. Lunavox. That's the name we came up with. Please stand by. Marlo, we are here on another episode of, of Network, network Interference. Interference. I am excited about this one.
1: Me too. I'm really excited about this episode. I'm very,
0: one. very, very excited. I'm
1: very, very, very excited.
0: Why are you so excited about this episode?
1: Well, we're talking a little bit more about AI and more about it in media, which That's... I think will be really interesting.
0: We started this season with a conversation with our friend Eric about... What? Uh, artificial intelligence art. After that episode, I got to thinking about our idea for triple features, where we try to we try to select three movies,
1: and we've never done this before. This, rep- is, this is going to be our first this triple is, this feature. Is,
0: this is our first triple feature. Yes. We're going to have a party, an AI movie Woo-hoo. party about about AI, <laughs> artificial intelligence in the movies, uh-huh. and we're going to invite just. Robots.
1: Okay. Only robots.
0: Me, you, and some robots.
1: And maybe one friend.
0: Maybe Eric. Maybe, maybe Eric. Eric.
1: Yeah, he should join.
0: So let's get Eric on the phone and let's put together our list of triple features for artificial intelligence yeah. movies. AI movies. Ai. That's what we'll call it. Ai. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello. Hello, Eric. Eric. This is Shane. It's Shane and Marlo. Oh, Shane and Marlo. Shane and Marlo. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> we are recording another episode of Network Interference. You want to be a part of it. Okay. What's the episode? Well, we are talking about artificial intelligence in movies because we had the conversation recently with you about artificial intelligence art. Mm-hmm. And that was yes, a lot of we fun. We didn't get around to talking about artificial intelligence in movies and music and There's maybe a lot t- of television movies. shows. There really is. There's a lot yeah. more than I thought that there would be mm-hmm. when I started researching it a little bit.
1: It's a re- really big theme in our world to have movies about robots and I guess the future.
0: When do you think that started, Eric? When did the world become
2: interested in artificial intelligence? Was it, was it
0: the Wizard of Oz? The Tin Man?
2: Oh, um, maybe. I think it goes before that. If you're looking at movies, you can go back to Metropolis with Robot Maria and all of that. Or the Machine Man, as you know the Germans call it. Well, Marlo, we're going to let you get started with our triple feature selection. Okay. Do you
0: have a suggestion for a movie that features artificial intelligence?
1: Sure. So I was going to talk about Her today, which came out in 2013 and is about... Um, who is she? Her. <laughs> who is she? Well, it's just a movie about a man who falls in love with artificial intelligence. Oh. Yeah. It was really good. I liked it. Oh, I've, you, you've seen the I've, movie. I've watched it in the past. It's, it's just been a bit since I watched it. It got great reviews, and I mean, it was a simple love story in my mind. However... I chose to talk about another movie. So um, I ended up watching Westworld, which was directed by Michael Crichton and came out in 1973.
0: Westworld from 1973. Yeah. Yeah, That's an early Mm -hmm. one. That's a good one. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And so it's about a high-tech immersive amusement park for adults where you can pretty much do anything you want and it's filled with robots. There's just violent robots in an amusement so,
0: park. So, so when robots in this world go wild. start one, <laughs> the robots go wild.
1: Yeah, robots go wild. Basically, that's
0: what Westworld is. So it's a uh, it's a big amusement park. Yes. For adults to interact with humanoid type robots. Mm-hmm,
1: they look. You can't even really tell. And so, like there are a lot of parts in the movie where one of the main guys will shoot a robot, and he'll be like, "Did I just shoot a human?" Because they look so similar right, to right. to humans, but yeah, I really liked the movie. I've watched the series of Westworld, but um, I thought that the movie was just really good.
0: And it had Yul Brenner as uh-huh. the ball headed.
1: Yeah, like the, the the cowboy
0: with no name and no hair. <laughs> he
2: was the man in black, it wasn't he? The man
0: in black. <laughs> the man in black. That's right, yeah, the man in black.
2: I Have think. you seen that movie, Eric? I've seen the original Westworld a long, a long time ago. I was a young kid, so you know I uh-huh. was into science fiction. <laughs> This, you know it was like a lot of Western stuff going on in the, in the movie but, you know when the robot comes out and his face falls off and all that stuff that's great
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that was it was actually pretty scary. So one thing that I noticed was like a big theme in it was that technology is moving faster than we fully understand it. They talked about this a lot where they're like, oh, we don't really know how the robots work, but they're doing good. But obviously they're not doing good because they end up taking over the park and killing multiple people. And so it's like these scientists don't even really know what they're working with. They're letting these robots run wild in this amusement park without knowing what's happening. Um, and I just Kinda think that's like interesting. The
0: dinosaurs in Lost World yeah, yeah. that uh, Michael Crichton also uh, created.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: So how does it compare to the recent television series on HBO?
1: It talks more about the AI and their perspectives rather than the human perspective. And I think that is really interesting about the show. A lot of the plot lines involve the robots, especially like the women robots.
0: Oh, so some of the story is about the life of the robots themselves?
1: Yes, exactly. And From the point of view of a robot. mm -hmm. What's different between the movie and the show is that in the show, the robots are starting to understand that there's something going on, that there's something up with them, that why am I repeating the same day over and over and over again in this amusement park world? The robots are
0: starting to question their reality. Yes, they're questioning
1: their reality, exactly. And that is what is causing the most issues with them choosing to like riot.
0: The what robots would you expect. The robots go on strike.
1: Yeah, I, I really like the show. I think it's good. However, I really like the movie. I would say that I enjoyed the movie a little bit more. So I liked it more when it was in the western environment.
0: You like the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the cowboys yes. and the horses
1: Yes, it was so fun. And then like at the very beginning of the movie, all of the characters were so giddy about going to Westworld right. because they were like, oh, it's just like when I was younger playing cowboys and Indians. And I mean, even though they're just actors, but like the actors were having fun being in bar fights and drinking whiskey and riding on horses and stuff like that. Like just doing That's just Western. a regular Saturday night yeah, for it's just me. A- <laughs>
0: Well, I was going to talk about... Yeah, what were you going to talk about? ...a movie that I thought was a great movie about artificial intelligence. Okay. It's well. John Hughes... Weird Science okay. from uh, 1985, yep. I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't the movie I chose. I chose, a, a, I think, a different movie, but I was going to go with Weird Science. It's about two randy teenagers.
1: <laughs> okay. <right?
0: laughs> they can't seem to attract any of the, the ladies at school. So they get on a computer and they create a artificial, intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. a dream like a, a mm-hmm. supermodel
2: somehow somehow, somehow. A supermodel <laughs> no, no, yes.
0: with their computer yeah now that is really every teenage boy's fantasy <laughs> that's why that movie was a hit yeah it was great <laughs> That movie works at the poster. Mm -hmm. Uh, The concept Mm -hmm. totally works. A lot of boys could relate to that fantasy of basically creating an artificial uh, romantic partner. Yeah. I don't think. John Hughes had ever used a computer before
1: okay, okay this
0: is, this uh, yeah in John Hughes mind a computer was more about I guess sorcery or magic
1: okay because <laughs> yeah
0: they, they create a woman I'm not sure what material they use I'm not sure what she's made of uh-huh. they never say is, is she flesh and blood or is she plastic like
1: metal, metal or and metal plastic.
0: it never it's magic okay. right she just appears out of the closet after they push a few buttons and I think lightning may strike their computer or
1: something.
0: (laughs) Eric's seen it more recently than me, so. Yeah, Uh, it doesn't make sense. I'm not sure, but in John Hughes' mind, computers are mystical, magical, (laughs) mysterious things.
2: Like when the missile comes from the ground and goes through the house, the piano goes through the chimney and all this crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, and and (laughs) she snaps her fingers and uh, some of the cast members from the Hills Have Eyes and uh, Mad Max franchise, Movies show up. Yeah, and, and mean, it, how does a computer really do that? Weird. Because there's. There's no fancy mm-hmm. computer work going on in this movie. The movie was all about throwing a party, trying to hook up with uh, uh-huh. your schoolmates, getting drunk, and going to the mall and driving around in fancy cars and going to blues bars and uh, acting like an idiot. There were no scenes with them studying in the laboratory or yeah. at the library. Or, <laughs> you know? yeah.
1: Like, how did they know how to do that?
0: You. You either go with it or you don't. (laughs) John Hughes wrote these scripts in a weekend. All of them, seriously. I think he wrote The Breakfast Club in three hours. Really? Wow. Yes, yes. And I think he wrote Weird Science in about an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how long long. the movie is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm going to talk briefly about the movie I did pick, Robot and Frank.
1: Oh, I love that movie! One of
0: my oh, yeah. favorite movies. I like that movie. It's a bittersweet movie, mm-hmm. uh, pretty simple movie, and it is about an older guy played by Frank Langella. He has, uh, I guess, dementia, Alzheimer's or dementia. He's got he's got memory issues. That's for sure. He's living alone, and he is a Uh, retired or semi-retired jewel thief, cat burglar. And his son gets him a robot, uh, a health aid robot Mm -hmm. to live with him and make sure he takes his medicines and cooks healthy meals for him. And once Frank realizes that he can teach the robot (laughs) (laughs) to uh, perform tasks, he enlists the robot as his new bestest friend in the world and they mm-hmm. go and rob some local households, uh, a bit of a jewel heist, a local jewel heist that uh, doesn't turn out too well for him. I really adore this movie. It is sweet. It's so sweet. The relationship that Frank develops with this robot that he hates at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's really sweet and and it's all about memory and losing memory, and how important that robot's memory became. It got me thinking about how artificial intelligence can be a benefit to our lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, you start losing your memory, you know, it's kind of nice knowing you you've a got robot. a uh, phone in your hand that you can tell Siri to remember things for you.
2: Yeah, their relationship through the through the whole movie, I thought, was very well developed. Uh, in terms of the robot being a machine, you know, and him talking back to the machine, more so than than other movies where the the robots are like really creepy and you know you can't figure out what's going on with them. And, but this was just like a robot. And uh,
1: yeah, this was a sweet little robot.
2: I'm
0: thinking Avengers: Age mm-hmm. of Ultron, right? Mm-hmm. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's a villainous mm-hmm. artificial intelligent robot, right?
1: A lot of them are.
0: And the robots. Uh, in a lot of these movies, yeah. start believing that they are real. You go all the way back to, to Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they called in Blade Runner? Replicants? Uh, repli- oh, yeah. Replicants. Replicants. Yeah. yeah. So the replicants in Blade Runner are humanoid, artificially intelligent robots, right? Mm-hmm. And They don't know that they are robots. They actually themselves believe that they are true humans, yeah. Because they have memories implanted in their uh, systems, I guess. Right? They're they're programmed. They're programmed to have these artificial memories. In Robot and Frank, it's the opposite. Frank starts believing that the robot is real and has feelings and can be clever, uh, sentient. Right? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So the robot keeps reminding Frank that it's actually just a robot and these are just memories and it's been programmed that way. Mm-hmm. I like that aspect of this movie because um, that's a fresh look at it uh, where the human believes that the robot is real but the robot knows the truth. And uh, some of these other movies, maybe it doesn't uh, believe that it's a human but it might feel that it's superior to humans as in uh, ultra, yeah. I guess. Yeah.
1: And I think it's normal to kind of personify different um, robots. Like I personify my little Roomba but <laughs> (laughs) goes around. I'll be like, hey, little guy. So, yeah, I I really liked Frank's perspective like that, where he starts to believe that the robot's real. Well, that
0: robot truly becomes Frank's friend. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend Robot and Frank. That is my choice for this episode's triple feature selection. So, Eric, what wonderful movie about AI have you
2: brought for us to learn about and discuss? Well, I got two movies, but mm-hmm. uh, I think my favorite movie is uh, about AI. It's a more recent movie called Ex Machina.
1: Oh, yep. yeah. That's one that I was going to watch and ended up not watching it. How do you like it?
2: Oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. But first, if we talk about any movie, we really have to talk about AI by uh, Steven Spielberg. If we're going to talk about AI movies,
0: oh, he's got a movie called AI or is it
2: artificial? AI. AI. Okay, artificial intelligence. Yeah. So he just, he's not even trying to be vague about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, this was a movie that was developed for many, many years by Stanley Kubrick. And uh, apparently, uh, Stanley Kubrick couldn't hack it and he couldn't make the movie. Huh. So he gave it to Steven Spielberg to finish. Uh, and he finished it after, uh, I think, after Stanley Kubrick passed away. But it's a very frustrating movie for me because <laughs> it is really, really great. It's like one of the best science fiction movies ever for wow. like 40 minutes.
0: <laughs> oh, the, is and it then, the first 40
2: minutes? The first 40 <laughs> minutes, okay. yeah. Right. Right. Until, okay. until the mom leaves the kid in the woods, right? <laughs> uh, the kid is a robot. Uh, there's this family and uh, their son is sick and is in hibernation you know because they can't cure his disease mm-hmm. so they get a robot kid to like replace him
1: oh oh my gosh
2: and they have this robot kid for a while and then they cure their son right and then their son comes back and then there's two kids and then it's kind of a rivalry between the robot and the
1: yeah and i the bet kid. yeah geez <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine that just replacing your kid with a robot
2: yeah, it's it's creepy but it's also really charming at the same time. It's very bizarre. Oh, it, it's am- it's amazing. Huh. And then they have to get rid of the robot. So she leaves the robot in the woods and then the and then the kid robot goes on all these adventures. It becomes like a an episodic kind of thing like Lord of the Rings or something like that where you go from land to land and then okay. it just it progressively gets worse and worse and worse. And but then you he think never the ages, right? Does it, he stay the and then same it age? doesn't it? Yeah, he never he never ages and it goes on and on and it's like I oh, think oh this is the end of the movie. This is the end of the movie. And then it doesn't end and then it keeps going on and then you think it's the end again and then it doesn't end. <laughs> and you're like when does this movie end and by the end you're like oh my god this movie is the worst like movie ever made <laughs> and of all the movies I've ever watched. It goes from the greatest movie ever made to like the worst movie ever made. Oh. Wow. wow, interesting! Which is really disappointing. Kind of like but Weird that's... Science. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Weird Science is kind of consistent all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's consistently bad all the way through. <laughs> So what movie is going to round out our selection of triple features? My favorite movie, which I think is one of the best movies about AI, Mm -hmm. is Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, It's relatively recent. It's about this guy who works at this uh, tech company. And he wins like the lottery or something. And he gets to go to uh, this rich guy's house, the guy who owns the company where he works, who's kind of an Elon Musk kind of guy. And he's Mm -hmm. like out in the middle of nowhere he has a robot AI that he's like developing there and this he brings this one employee to do the Turing test to see if if the AI has intelligence and it's this girl robot that he interviews throughout the movie. And it's really, really amazing and creepy.
1: Oh yeah, I've heard that it was a really creepy movie. I i really do want to watch that. That sounds interesting.
2: Mango?
0: I Is don't... it based on a mango?
1: <laughs> Manga <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I
2: don't... I think it's an original movie. It's It's this this guy, Alex Garland, directed it, and it was his first movie.
0: Well, I'm going to check that out.
1: Yeah, we should watch it.
0: What do you guys think is the greatest television series about artificial intelligence i know we've talked about westworld is, is that your vote i think i've got one that's mm. better you do uh,
1: yeah
2: yeah really yeah. I, I think that probably would be my vote too yeah, yeah westworld's pretty good westworld Westworld's your, your vote,
0: vote? what's well, a little television show we like to call night rider
1: okay 1982
0: <laughs> right yeah, Knight Rider is about Michael Knight, uh-huh. played by David Hasselhoff. We love him. We love him. Everybody loves him. They love the Hasselhoff in Germany. He, you know, he's got like 30 number one hits, I believe, in Germany. Oh my gosh, he's a big pop star there. But here in America, we fondly remember him as Knight Rider with his Pontiac Trans Am mm-hmm. souped Something up like with a computer yeah. in it, nigh indestructible. Put a dang computer in it with a voice yeah, with a
2: voice chip so it can talk it's one of the most famous tv cars uh, probably after the batmobile wow i think so
0: you got the batmobile Peep. then then kit from night rider uh-huh. and then Dracula yeah. from the monsters and that's the year. <laughs> yeah all almost as famous as chitty chitty bang bang another early uh, artificial intelligence <laughs> you're
1: right you're yeah, right yeah right? <laughs> yeah, yeah so, these cars
0: chitty chitty bang bang was uh the smartest car <laughs> You ever seen until Kit came
2: along? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Batmobile it has like whatever gadget you need to solve the problem <laughs> of the episode, you know?
0: Did you listen to work much, Eric? Oh yeah, I love work. I'm the operator <laughs> with my pocket calculator. <laughs> I think okay. that's the only lyric, isn't it, Mark? Pocket calculators. Okay, that was artificial intelligence to me when I was growing up. Pocket, calculators? Pocket yeah. calculator. Pocket uh-huh. calculator. In a
1: way, yeah. I don't is.
2: remember a time before calculators. So really, huh? I don't know. Do you? Yeah, I remember when my dad was an engineer and he worked at Corning Glass Works, and I remember when he brought home a calculator. It was really, really expensive. It was just like a hand calculator. <laughs> You know, like over $100, you know, just for uh-huh. my calculator. It lit up and you could add stuff. It's was, it was very exciting. It
1: was, wow. You know, it's, it's magic yeah, to mean, me now. I don't know how,
0: uh, how
2: it works.
1: Calculators are exciting. You don't have to do the numbers in your head. I've
0: never cracked one open. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah. never, I've never looked under the hood of a, of a calculator. Right? <laughs> They've been around for most of my life, mm-hmm. that's for sure. As long as I can remember. So when mm-hmm. I'm in school, I guess I believed that we were studying math in case there was an apocalypse or something. <laughs> or what? I wasn't sure oh what my I wasn't sure what all the learning of math was about, uh-huh. right? We had calculators. <laughs> Oh, my
1: gosh. It hurts my ears.
0: <laughs> are we preparing Are we preparing for maybe a, a, a long camping trip uh-huh. where maybe the calculator batteries go out and we need to do <laughs> some adding or some subtracting? <laughs> I'm not sure. Or maybe some multiplying. Yeah. Always,
1: they don't want you to depend on the robots, I guess.
0: Well, there's another kid in another school today. You know what he's thinking? Eric, what? would you like to know what he's thinking? The little kid in uh, the school? What is he thinking? He's going into art class, right? Yeah. The teacher's making him do some art. And he's like, What? Are we preparing for the apocalypse? Are we preparing for the day when our enemies come and take all of our phones away so we can't make art with our applications on our phone no more? exactly are we about to go to another planet where there's no internet access i don't believe i'm going to end up at the north or south pole but you never know so let's go to this art class (laughs) might as well might as well learn some art (laughs) just in case the phones break down in the future
2: yeah well when i was in school the the worst test for me when I was a kid, was a spelling test. I was like, spelling test? Oh, my God, and you like, got to memorize the all the words, you know, and all of this kind of stuff. And it was really traumatic for me as a kid. Here's little Eric
0: back in, you know, when he's eight years old, little Eric. And you know what little Eric says? Why what are we, we preparing this? for, the apocalypse or something? Or are yeah. we, or, or, uh, for... our, our enemies are going to come and take away all the, the dictionaries? Come on, come can, on, come no, on. Peter
1: can just do that now.
0: So, <laughs> I mean, what do we need each other for? <laughs> we just have computers. I mean, what? I, mean,
2: I think that's what the machines are going to say about us. I <laughs> guess yeah. so. I know that say. I saw that movie. I saw that
0: movie.
1: <laughs> Those movies. Yeah, it's
0: called I Robot. It's where all the robots are yeah. fighting Will Smith. It's like Will Smith, he's taking on all the robots. Oh my gosh. I mean, what do we need each other for? What, what's what's the point, Eric? Tell me. Come on, we're wrapping up the show. Uh, uh, Eric, tell know. me what's the meaning of life.
2: <laughs> what's the meaning of life? The meaning of life is friends and good times. Your friend could be a talking car, though. So. Yeah,
1: we don't talk about what types of friends they are. Yeah,
0: yeah it computers. doesn't matter. That's that's right. Put that's, your phone. You know, the type of friends we have does not matter whatsoever, <laughs> as long as we have friends
1: and good times.
0: I want to thank myself for being here. Yeah, thank you.
1: (laughs) I'd like to thank myself as well.
0: I'd like to thank Eric and myself. Definitely, yeah. And you. I'd like to thank all all of you. Thanks, everyone,
1: for being here. For being
0: here for each other.
1: Yeah.
0: Eric, thank you so much for (laughs) joining us on another episode of Network Network Interference. Interference. It is a pleasure for us to have you as our guest. Yes, it was a pleasure to be here. Okay.
1: And so our three triple feature movies, our they were. Our three
0: triple feature movies are what, Marlo?
1: Yours was Robot and Frank. Mine was Westworld. And then Eric's was Ex Machina.
0: And which order should we watch those in? Ooh, I don't know. Start with the one you haven't seen first and end with the one you've seen the most.
1: Or you can do Westworld, Robot and Frank, Ex Machina, because that's when they came out.
0: Oh, yeah. If you you go do in chronological yeah order. order. So enjoy
1: the movies, y'all.
0: Enjoy the movies, (laughs) y'all. And we'll see you soon on Network Network Interference.
1: Bye.
2: Lunavox. That's the name we came up with.